hello and welcome back everybody. I think we're going to shake things up today by going for the shock value of calling this episode why January 6th, 2021 was the perfect day to burn it all down and then in smaller front a little, little bit quieter. But we're glad they didn't. I say this because if you've been paying attention and you watch the news and something intrigues you and you go look it up and research it and see what the you know, primary context and everything is, you realize that Capitol Hill actually relinquished its sacred and democratic status quite some time ago. So really, uh, any body of elected leaders should expect people to rise against them when they those leaders turned their own base against the voters in the opposition party and they also have weaponized federal agencies, the intelligence community uh, and the FBI, to use for enforcement. Now, there's a long list of people who have lied to us, made things really confusing. Like I said, there's all kinds of unredacted documents out there that straighten out all the lies that were used against President Trump all four years. All sorts of agencies, all sorts of people. But, I mean, that list includes... Uh, James Comey, John Brennan, Jim Clapper, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, Nadler, Sanders, AOC, Waters, uh, Representative Sheila Jackass Lee, uh, Eric Swalwell, the Chinese spy guy. Their lies are a bigger part of the outrage uh, that, that led up to January 6th than the media will ever admit. Uh, now, I, I really think that Everything about Donald Trump's victory was, uh, everything against him was a game. And it started with a game that where you're supposed to pretend to hate. And of course, there were plenty that the hate was genuine. But they started with a game knowing that if they hated the Trump and everyone who supported him, that hate can be infectious. And, and in this case, it really was because it was it, they attached power to it. So it gave these anarcho-communists and Marxists a free pass to commit violence. They even had those bail fundings all set out for them. So this all started out, it, there were just a few, you know, a couple scores of unforgivable actions, things that were not, they, they weren't part of any social norm, but they became acceptable after all. Then the violence became like a mandate. Americans were forced to choose sides, uh, and occasionally people who refused to bend a knee or side with BLM and Antifa ended up losing their lives. It started with, clearly, uh, July 28th, 2016. Uh, James Clapper walked into the Oval Office, met with Barack Obama, and told him that Jake Sullivan had provided Hillary Clinton a great uh, story distraction that would upset people and, and turn them against Donald Trump and that of course was the Russia hoax N now let me pause for a moment to explain how libertarians and conservatives are different from today's modern Marxist Democrats we're different because if this happened on our side we wouldn't want it because we enjoy rule of law. I would be just as pissed if President Trump had done something like this. 
or George W. Bush. The anarcho-communists and Marxists do not want rule of law. They want everything going one way. One party, one control system, one set of jerks pulling the strings. But let's get back to the Russia lies and the liars who lie about the lies and the others who cover up the lies about the lies. They vehemently denied anything about the Russia hoax connecting it to Barack Obama even until the people were tired of it. I believe it was October 26th, 2020. Uh, now that Clapper works for CNN, he got on his own little network that has him employed. said, well, yeah, I did it, but it wasn't illegal. So... I've said in past, in previous episodes, that there were people working for the government in in, in these high roles, uh, senior positions, that knew that what they were going to do was going to cause the country to burn. But as long as it burned under Donald Trump's watch, they were okay with it. People would lose their lives, their livelihoods, etc. And the list of names that I mentioned before clearly does not cover just a, even a fraction of all the liars. And obviously, this is it's a cast of thousands, but they started with these lies and this idea that they could pretend that they were tracking President Trump's lies on fake news sites. Some of these people were creating them, and some people were distributing or protecting them. Fake news was on the payroll, and fact checkers were working. They were working like overtime. And I think there were a lot of things that were distractions. And I, it's kind of hard to call a riot where people lose their lives and everything. It's a distraction. But it was all part of a bigger plan. Because one thing we were not talking about, because we were like locking ourselves in, hoping that BLM Antifa would not burn our cities or towns down. And here's what we understand now, thanks to the work of investigative journalist Andy No. Antifa is the distracting, deflector, bodyguard service to bear some of the brunt of BLM. And BLM's goal is to pretend that there is such a huge race equity issue in the country that people are going to acquiesce and give up something because they don't want that. They think that's going to erase the stigma of past race issues in the country. And it's a gamble. And they know it was such a big, powerful issue that it would command many conversations. In fact, they could demand you stop speaking about other things to take care of this. Think about how they demanded that this was center stage. Coincidence? Perhaps not. Whether it was planned or not, it was an entirely useful distraction for the Marxist Democrats. And now that they have their power together and they've used it in the past against businesses, big businesses with them. And because nobody can question the value of having a fully corrupt intelligence community in your corner when you make a huge power grab. So all this time, little focus uh, it was being placed on the misdeeds of the corrupt deep state uh, intelligence community. And now they're going to say, oh, that was so yesterday, just move on. Either there were 200, or I believe it was, 200 people in sensitive positions participated in the Russia hoax. So it was either seditious conspiracy or the whole the intelligence community needs to be revamped. Either way, the intelligence community needs to be revamped or something like this is going to happen again. 
But we weren't talking about it. We weren't paying attention, and they just like to scoot on past, drag something out until people don't even want to hear about it or talk about it anymore. People flip the channel. Hey, we've got great breaking news about the Russia hoax. People, all right, I'm done with this. Click, move to the next channel. So let's start off with a really good lie that actually almost cost somebody his life. We're talking about Senator Bernie Sanders' lie about Republicans trying to kill people through health care. As you recall, James Hodgkinson, a Belleville, Illinois resident, worked on Sanders' 2016 election campaign. He nearly killed Representative Steve Scalise. He shot uh, Capitol Police Officer Greiner, uh, a congressional aide, Zach Barth, and uh, lobbyist, Matt Micah. Hodgkinson screamed, this is for health care, before he opened fire. Kind of like Allahu Akbar, right? That shooting happened because Sanders lied when we had this hatred environment. And somebody who was kind of disturbed thought he could do that, or thought he should do that. Uh, we know Project Veritas exposed, has exposed in the past Marxists, Democrats, Bernie bros, but in this instance, they brag about busing in voters and that they enlist the services and assistance of people with mental health issues. Um, and that these, play, these same people who recruit somebody like that, they articulate plans of violence. Okay, So they understood and, and identified and understood the type of risk but they went ahead and brought those vulnerable people on. Almost like they're trying to deliberately create violent exchanges, perhaps. Let's go on to Eric Swalwell, because he's one of my favorites. Um, December 9th last year, 2020, Eric Swalwell got on television after people started the leak about him sleeping with a Chinese spy, Christine Fang, or Fang Fang. He got in the news, he decided to go on the offensive. So what he said on CNN was, the wrongdoing here, Jim, is that the time this story was being leaked out is the time I was working on impeachment on the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. If this is a country where people who criticize the president are going to have law enforcement information weaponized against them, that's not a country any of us want to live in, and I hope... It is investigated as to who leaked this information he added. Well, gosh, leaks? Weaponized? Hmm. Yeah, okay. So, Christine Fang was the spy who actually raised millions for Eric Swalwell and then placed an intern in his office. But she abruptly returned to China when the FBI, FBI began investigating her. So, and here's what Here's the part that I can't stand after what the FBI and the CIA have done. Now we're supposed to accept the FBI's word because they came out and said that Eric Swallow did do nothing. He did nothing wrong. So who in the right mind would trust the FBI? So Eric decides to pretend that national security is at stake if we don't adhere to advice because he's talked about uh, uh, that interruption at the, the skiff, the skiff cast. Why do we have to believe? Why do we have to keep putting up with this? And I really think this is what boiled over on January 6th. There's like, who knows which way is up anymore? We give so many lies from them because they can. 
and from the media, lying media. Let's move on to the Capitol Police. They can't find their butts with either hand, really. I, I know, I didn't wish any ill on them, I still don't, but the Capitol Police evidence lockup lost the DNC server, the DNCC servers, Javier Becerra's remote access servers. Do you remember what he did with that? He let Imran Awang move, move back temporarily and stay in Pakistan for 14 months consecutive, 14 consecutive months, and I believe it had an, Imran Awan had an uncle with Hamas ties, so the, theoretically, there's no way to prove that he was operating in a secure location. Awan was saving congressional emails to a server and then whisking them away, so they had access to substantial sensitive information. The Capitol Police lost all that evidence, and then when they had that bank fraud, he borrowed money, wired it straight to Pakistan, and it was planning to leave. When they were, he got caught up in that, the Capitol Police delivered all of the evidence, evidence that they had collected to Awan's lawyer instead of the prosecutor. Hmm. Why are all these mistakes favoring the Marxist Democrats? Why? Thousands of mistakes. So I'm not suggesting that karma caught up with the Capitol Police. I'm just making it clear that they are not unblemished. I really think it's important to, to go over again John Brennan's handwritten notes that revealed Jake Sullivan, who is now Joe Biden's national security advisor, made the Russia hoax plan for Hillary. Obama knew it, and he talk, and now he talks about how it's not illegal. Um, yeah, okay, but it causes all kinds of chaos in the country, so that's pretty crappy there, buddy. And these Marxists are shocked that we're upset at the government doing this for them. I don't think it's a stretch to say that at no point in this country's history has a Congress ever deserved so much anger against it. If there was ever a time, no Congress has earned an attack on it more than this one. I'm not recommending it. I'm not condoning it. They are reaping what they've sown. That's what we have now. I still have um, a screen capture of a Norton safe search when I typed in lists of presidents of the United States, July 2nd, 2018. And what it came back with web results was Barack Obama is the 44th president of the United States, July 2nd, 2018. Uh, was he still the president? I know it says is the 44th president. But, you know, most people would use the English word was to indicate that that is a condition that is no longer exists. Maybe it's best that they know, that we know, that we're temporarily stuck with jerks in the media, jerks in Washington, jerks all over the place, knowing they're pissing people off and then pretending like Trump caused it. No. America, you've had enough of this crap. I know I have. And some people aren't going to get it and they don't want to get it. They've embraced a level of pacifism. But I get it. This is why you want to take the country back and I don't blame you. Peace out. <laughs>